0: Um Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. And uh, when you heard that, hey, it was like, hey, <laughs> I'm tired. It's a long day at the airport yesterday. I did. I didn't realize how much you go through traveling all the time during right. the season. It Welcome takes it out of yeah. your body.
1: 18 times a year. Yeah, no, that's man. Stretch, no. Fun it's time. Like delayed flights. Yeah. Late
0: nights. Early mornings. But I'm here talking to you, and everything's better. So now.
1: I do want to say this off the top. Ooh, like, love a good off the top. I'm gonna put like a hands up. For both of us on this, mm-hmm. we apologize to the real ones. But there's not as been as many pods. Like I feel like we were doing the everyday pod, and felt like we were doing all the time. And then the off season happened. Like I've been traveling. You're doing the thing. There's been no Go Birds Radio. So just yeah, want to say Go-Birds, we miss everybody yeah. and sorry it hasn't been what it was. It's a great point in terms and of look, frequency. Look
0: and and the daily thing was special, and that's why yeah. it was special. And look, when the Eagles make their Super Bowl run next year, we'll you have have better dailies. believe we're gonna yes, have daily we'll have pods dailies, again. Yeah. Like that's happening. Um, but to your point, um we have not <clears throat> There you go not see I'm a mess today. Yeah. We've not had the radio show. No, so I think radio, and we yeah. will be back April first April first. We are April supposed to be on. April first yes. we'll be on the radio unless there's some spring training rain out yeah, and then oh, there's will, no more spring training then. At this so we're, point we're I feel like shape. something will happen. We're supposed to then, be on the radio. And then, and then eventually come you know, middle of April back like normal yes. and all that. Every um, week, all that so stuff. I think that's that's hurt us and all that. But you know, like the daily pods were its own thing and then you know. Life stuff. Well, You know, I, I wake up at 3.20 well, in the morning say, now. Like, you know?
1: I'm obviously a thousand percent not putting any blame on you. But it is crazy when you think about how much your life has changed. I know. You know, just like, and, know. and it's funny, like, I feel the impacts of that too, just in the way. You know, even like small things like I'll come in and do the pod. Like I, we always used to do at two o'clock. I come in now at 10 and there's just no parking. I know, I can imagine, <laughs> so dude. I'm obviously the victim here in this Clearly. situation. Oh, yeah, yes. for
0: sure. No, but it's funny because there are so many like... Little things in my life That I noticed Yeah Like for example Like my favorite text thread Of all my text threads We've mm-hmm. talked about On the air before Or on the pod before It's you me and Jack yeah. We have yep. a really fun thread Baseball guys Elliot For have not heard Is like It is literally Elliot's best spot Elliot is awesome
1: He's awesome I'm on, on fire the radio the He's, awesome. He's yeah. awesome
0: on here Elliot makes me laugh In that thread yeah. More than any other texter well, That I text with At all times It's like, funny
1: Cause like, now after fired. 7 o'clock You're just gone Well that's
0: where I was going with this That's right. my point It's like It's little stuff Where it's like At night We all used to text About stuff and all that now right. I wake up to like thirty texts between well, the two of so, you. and I'm like, well, I missed that. So well, it is. It is different.
1: You so know? last night we're watching the World Base like all individually. I don't know if you watched it. I guess. Well, I fell asleep. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, but so I was texting with Jack about something else on the side. But like, I kept putting in the observations into the baseball guys. But in my head, I'm like, he's sleeping. Like it, I might as well just send it to Jack. But no. But so, I love it. I love yes, waking you up. Wake to up stuff, to it. Yeah. But there's
0: a lot of that type of stuff. Like even like. Like just like little stuff that you wouldn't think about yeah. that just comes up on a daily basis. Like oh wait I, I do that I have to do that now instead. Of, instead. Right. So it's just it is it is a big change. So that's we'll what I'm trying there. to say. We will get there. Like
1: we're all friends here. We're all auto unreal yes. downloaders. We're trying our best to record yes. as much as we can. You would just be floored at how much is getting. In
0: yes, exactly. Yeah. And again, and look, I'll be we, in Arizona next week. Yes, and look, we did do daily pods during the yes. Super Bowl. You yes. know, we, we, we the, the 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 heart and thought behind it all is we want to get you as many pods as we can. We love talking to you. and yes. We appreciate you being here. And and lots and, happening. And a lot's happened. So let's get into it because uh, we're coming up later. A big pod announcement. Yes. Very excited about this very, one. Very, very excited. That's coming up uh, and a lot more to get to. But um, let, let's start with, I think, the biggest news since we last spoke. And I, I think, you know, I. I maybe a magic trick played by Howie Roseman because we went into this offseason, and like we've talked about many times on this pod, the the any poll that's out there, it doesn't matter if it's you, it's the station, or any right. Eagles beat putting out, it's like, who do you want to keep of the big three? Javon Hargrave, James Bradbury, GJ, And GJ is winning these polls 80%, 75%. Like, it was, we talked about, it, I'm like, what is going on here? It's yeah. so astounding that Javon Hargrave is a more important player, if nothing else. But, like, this guy that Eagles fans, like, loved and wanted back and somehow not only is he not coming back and we'll get to that but but in, in not coming back somehow Howie Roseman who you know has done great things this offseason keeping Bradbury and all that but somehow has flipped around the narrative and flipped the whole thing with the early offer and this that right. where people are
1: like good, it's all good well, it's
0: crazy it is such a wild like I can't believe the reaction has been so like ah you know
1: so no big deal what's interesting is and, you know, the pods we have been able to do, I've been pretty clear. Like, I would not have prioritized Dude, you, Chauncey. Real right? quick,
0: can I give you a quick victory lap? Because <laughs> I would, of, always. of
1: everyone out there. Yes.
0: You freaking nailed this offseason. I Thank get you. so annoyed when people on the radio be like, no one thought James Bradbury is coming back. I'm like, ah,
1: ah, yeah. one I, person did. Yeah, One person
0: did because I talked to him all the time about right. it. You were like, I, I don't think they're going to bring CJGG back. I don't believe this. Oh,
1: they're prioritizing. Like, you've been... All over Appreciate this stuff, it. all of season. Yeah. So credit where due. Well, but here's here's what I'm going to call, and I don't know if this requires earmuffs or not, but I'm going to call bullshit on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Ass requires
0: earmuffs, but not yeah, Well, shit. Yes, the, shit is an Well, shit the, is the curse is pod will come. It uh, is, oh, yes, yes. yes. We will have the curse That will happen.
1: Here's my thing, right? So it's down, not even down, but as much as I've not been in the camp of like, they have to get them, blah, blah, blah. Like I would have matched that CJ I contract. I believe it. Yeah, I would have matched <laughs> yeah. it. Like, look, I think that there's different levels of players. Like, I think CJ is a replacement level player, but for six million dollars better than a yeah, year. whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's not a. His upside. You don't think he's a top tier safety? I don't way think he is. Would. Like, I was thinking about this. He's like, where would you even rank him on top players on the defense last year? Uh, well, it's a good point. Yeah, like, I don't know, you would top, definitely is put definitely eight? put
0: the top two edge rushers
1: above right. him. The, you would uh, put Hargrave, Hargrave above him. Both corners.
0: Um. Yep, you put both corners above him. I mean, you could argue you put TJ, Brandon Graham with his production argument. above him. You could yeah. argue at least. Yeah, no, it's interesting.
1: But so here's my thing with this like whole, they wanted him back, blah, blah, blah. They did not want him back. I will, it's like, it's like the Jalen Hurts-Carson thing where it's like, deep down, all of us believe a little bit that they had to draft him knowing that he could take over for Carson, mm-hmm. right? You will never, ever convince me that the Eagles had a priority on Chauncey. Because if they had a priority on Chauncey, He'd be here. Chauncey would be here. Yeah. Look at the money, right? And, here- and the age, to your point. And you always age. said someone this yeah. age, they yep. want. That's why I never, once he had free agency, and that's why when I was in India, I got this feeling like it would be over. They would just sign him. Now, to Howie's credit, he did he did read the market correct. Brilliantly. He did. But I think it ended up hurting him a little bit because I do believe that they made him an offer. He was offended by it and like things spiraled from there in the way of like, I you know, and I think via his Twitter he's made this clear, like he felt disrespected by what happened Mm -hmm. out there, right? Now, the agent tweet where he said they offered him three years with seventeen in the third year. Money
0: and all that. I just
1: look, I find that hard to believe. I do too. Like, that was, like, why even,
0: like, it's a they, rude offer. It, it's, that, it's, yeah. I don't think there's any well, way they said, yeah. here's $7 million for two
1: years. Right. Like, no that's $3.5 a, a year for two years. No now, now, for what it's worth, he got, like, you know, basically probably $6 million for one year. Mm-hmm. So they weren't that far off. Right. So I think a couple things happened. One, I do think the market ended up not being what Chauncey thought. Or and what his agent thought, by the way. What, yeah. And yeah. I'm sure there are other safeties out there that yeah. are having the same thing, right? Yeah.
0: But other than Jesse Bates, whose agent other, should get a uh, the, a big and, ha- a big
1: portion of that and, money, for what he did. Ch- Jesse Bates is, is a, a way better is a way player. better player, a long so, established. And great that's team. been my point about Chauncey is we can talk about the safety market's not good, all these things. The the one safety that we all agree is awesome got paid a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's the safety market. I think it's the safeties that were on the market. Like so when I when I look at you know what the agent said and all this stuff, I do believe the Eagles for a certain price would have kept Chauncey. But if it's true, and I haven't been able to verify this myself, but, you know, whatever. Like, take it for what it is. People have said it. If if they had a chance to match that contract and didn't do it, I understand things might have been heated by that point, whatever. Maybe Chauncey didn't want to come back, right? You can't tell me they valued him. You just can't. And I'm not saying they're wrong for that, but I don't think that the Eagles get to do a thing of, like, well, we, well, we, you know, we want, like, or at least create this perception of, like, well, we wanted to keep him but didn't work out. No, if you wanted him, he'd be here. And I'm okay with that decision. I don't think, like, I would have ultimately matched at the end because the money's so cheap, but I'm okay with the fact that they took Bradbury and Slay, and and I, I think Cox's money is money better spent than on CJGJ. Like, Certainly a more important position, as you more know, important and a position, position to need. And, I mean, you could argue just as good of a season, if not a better I mean,
0: season. No, yeah I, yeah, I think based on positional importance right. and stuff. But here's yeah.
1: the other thing about Chauncey, and— Again, this is probably the result of me just talking about all the time. I don't want to come across like I'm continually shitting on Chauncey. Cause I get that he's a young player with upside. He had like all that stuff. Like Chauncey was top five in the league in missed tackles last year. He was top ten in the league in touchdowns allowed for safeties. He, wait, he Hold was, up, hold up. Uh, top five missed tackles, he missed a bunch of games. Was he top five overall or in, in tackles safeties per game? Among safeties, I'm sorry.
0: But in tackles per game or overall overall, overall missed tackle. I mean he missed like five games. That's yes. that's
1: pretty bad. He was not a good tackler, <laughs> right? Like and I love how there's this perception of him now that he's a hard hitter because he had one hard hit in the super, in the super Bowl. Bowl, Yeah, he, Like it's fine. I <laughs> don't I don't I don't need my safety to be a hard hitter. Chauncey's not a hard hitter. He like, how many plays can we think of last year where he nailed somebody across the middle? Mm-hmm. The, the Super Bowl play? and there's probably another I'm forgetting, but there certainly isn't four or five. So I think the Eagles were correct to evaluate Chauncey how they did. I think ultimately I would have matched for continuity and it's cheap, whatever. I, I also I also don't think it's fair now to do like a, well, you know, Chauncey might have been a problem in the locker room. Like, I was going to ask you like about if that the, next. If you, if you offered him a multi-year deal, yeah. then you can't also tell me you had concerns about it. But how him. much do you think, forget
0: the locker room part of it, the... the um, Social media, the talking in public, that that type of, of you know, um, you know. Again, I don't think in the locker room, problem, but you know, talking about your defensive coordinator, this and that. Do you think that stuff played a role at all in the? I mean, know, I'm, I'm sure, sure they didn't
1: like it, right. but but again, <clears throat> again, if he was everything that the peop, that like fans and media like whatever thought, then that stuff wouldn't matter. I think that maybe that's. I don't think Chauncey's not back because of the Twitter. Flat out, point blank. I don't think that. But I'm sure it was annoying. Like, you're in the middle of negotiating. It's not going well. He's tweeting about he's disrespected. He's tweeting goodbye to the Eagles. Like, like, you know, just put any walk of life, any job. You're, like, negotiating with somebody, and then the other person is, like, out talking about it publicly. I'm sure that they didn't like that, right? Now, you know, like, obviously there's reporting in the NFL. You don't want to speculate where it comes from, but I'm sure the Eagles also made sure their message was out there, which is fine. But, like, Ultimately, my thing with CJ, GJ is this. I think I would have matched at the end. I think he was an overrated player in the way that, A, the market dictated that, but also I think the importance of getting him back wasn't that important. And I think that the CJGJ cloud overshadows what I think has been a really good offseason for the Eagles. I, I think that when if you at the beginning of the offseason would have listed, okay, let's rank the best players that are that could potentially leave. And we'll include Jason Kelsey because he could have retired. I know he wasn't gonna leave for another team, but he could have retired. You would have gone I, like Kelsey, Slay, Hargrave, Bradbury, probably gone. Yeah, Kelsey, you know, Fletcher, probably Kelsey, maybe Hargrave. Slay, In some way, yeah. right? But they kept probably the top four or five players on that four list. of them, you know, Hargra- yeah. Hargrave is oh, yeah, really— Yeah, Hargrave, you're right. Yeah. My bad. Hargrave. And but that's the one guy. That's yeah. the one guy they lost, right? So ultimately, I, I just—maybe uh, a simpler way to put it is this. I would rather have the guys they kept than the guys they lost. If, if it was—you could, you could lose Kelsey, Bradbury, Slay, Fletcher, and BG, but you get back Epps, TJ, Hargrave, and CJ— I would, I would keep the group that they they kept.
0: I would too, for what it's worth. Now, the only concern, and I think it's a concern a lot of people have voiced, and and I think it's where people get mad is is the Fletcher Cox thing. Do you think it like the the you know how he learned his lesson? He's not going to give you know guys mm-hmm. who've been great Eagles or whatever. Like, do you think he did? Was there any of that? in Because that? I think we all agree. What Brandon Graham took for one year is a no-brainer coming off his head. Right. Jason Kelsey was coming back no matter what, and we're all happy to have him. The Cox thing, though, he did have a, a nice year sacks-wise last year. Was, there's still a lot of Eagles fans who thinks he takes plays off and does and and isn't necessarily the, the guy you want to bet on moving deeper in his career. He has declined for the most part. You know, outside of a bit of a bounce back last year, well, do you think
1: Howie at all got a little sentimental or do you think it's strictly positional, strictly player? Well, what's interesting about the sentimental thing is the, when, they, when they signed Fletcher to the one-year $14 million deal coming off of 2021, that was viewed as like sentimental, thank you money, he's not worth that. He ended up being really good. So mm-hmm. you could argue that that was the right decision. Like we can nitpick 14, 11, whatever. The, the Eagles are not as good... In 2022, if they don't have Fletcher Cox. Now, could they have signed another young defensive tackle? It may be, right? I get that point. But I think that when you look at the perception that they're that Howie's being sentimental, right? That, to me, comes off of—and he said it, so I'm not going to say he's wrong. But I do think it's overplayed a little bit. If you look from—after they won the Super Bowl in 2017, like, after they won it and they went back to repeat— if you just go back and look, like what sentimental moves did he make? The sentimental moves came well, Jason Peters, but I guess like even he then. was in the second year of a new yeah, three year deal. Yeah. Like financially, it was hard to move on from him. I I I think in in twenty twenty, like yeah, I
0: think it's more like twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah, that's where the mistakes yeah. were made. After they after twenty nineteen, where like. Carson didn't look good, at, like all those things, then he was sentimental for sure. But these are different time frames. Like, the Eagles are in their 2017-2018 offseason. And if you look at that offseason, he got rid of Tory Smith, he got rid of Vinny Curry, Brent Selick retired, he, he didn't re-sign Darren Sproles until I think training camp, if I remember correctly, and Darren Sproles was like a third-string running back. Mm-hmm. But if you look... He wasn't that sentimental that offseason. And if you look at guys he could have moved on from then, it really is just Jason Peters. Well, and Alshon. The Alshon thing but Al- was— but who, but who in their right mind would have moved no, on from that? No, I know, Alshon? but it
0: was the, the whole, like, the injury and then, yeah. you know, the, uh,
1: the IR and they had all that stuff. But, but I agree. You the weren't, point I'm in making that point is you weren't. that was later on, right? I think it was
0: that—and that, then he, they extended, they did the yep. restructuring. That was and the biggest mistake Through The years later, yeah. and that's when you're That like, was the,
1: the Alshon yeah. thing, and his injury was was devastating. But, like, yes, that was a big mistake by Howie to, to do what he did with that money. But what I'm saying is when you think about this, the idea that Howie's sentimental, I'm not sure it's based in as much fact as we give it credence. As, is that the right way sure. to say it? As, no. as, as we give it credence? Because if you look at this offseason, all of us agree Kelsey should be back. Mm-hmm. Like, all of us. Brandon Graham got... For that money, there's yeah, not a single person. Right. Yeah. So, like, Fletcher Cox would be the one. But Fletcher had more money from the Jets for what it's worth. So, like, it wasn't, like, Howie is out here... Offering him, him something ten. that no one else would yeah. Right. And and I think Fletcher's an important player. Now, I don't know the defensive tackle market as well as the Eagles should know it. So is there a player out there that they could have signed for similar money that's younger, that is an upside signing? Maybe. But I also think part of where the Eagles are at is they're trying to go back and win a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. And I And and, and they should. In the conference they're in with the quarterback yes. they have, they should
1: be going I, for a I Super Bowl. I think the 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 ineptitude of the NFC East has to make the Eagles view this differently. The NFC period. Yeah, NFC period, correct, yeah. So when I look at Fletcher, Kelsey, and BG, again, individually, I think they're all fine decisions. If you want to say collectively he's bringing back too many old players, it's an interesting discussion. But if you look at the offense, the offense is extremely young. The receivers are young. Goddard's young. Hurts is young. My is relatively young. Um, Juergen's going to be in his second year. Dickerson, right? The running backs are all young now, right? So, they have a lot of youth on the offensive side of the ball that they didn't have in 2017. In 2017, they were old. Wentz was coming off a major injury and was older than Hurts. Alshon was old. Um, I'm trying to remember who they... What, Sean was 2019, yeah. but, you know, Aguilar was in, like, his fourth or fifth year. So, they were an older team. Peters was on there, like, right? So, I just think, they... You can't go into next season with all young players. I agree. A, a number of things. One, guys that are good players don't don't hit free agency until after their four years because teams keep them, right? So you're never going to sign a third-year young player in free mm-hmm. agency. It's just very unlikely. But also, if you're going to be really young on offense, and then on defense, they are older for sure. And I did the thing about I would bring back different players, new blood and all that, and I think there's still some truth to that. But I think it is going to be a benefit that they have three guys or you know four guys if you include Lane, that have played in a Super Bowl and, and then then, had to go back and then had to go back. Like yeah. there there is good experience that can be gained from that. So when I look at the decision to bring back the older players and was it the right or wrong one? I think it was the right one. Now, could they get hurt in training camp? Sure. Are they more likely to get hurt cuz they're older? I guess. I'm not sure if there's science for that, but sure, let's just say there is. But I I don't see a problem with any of the moves. And I think that the key part of this is not to go on too long of a tangent, but if in free agency, it's like the draft, right? Around the draft, we get so fixated if a guy's six one or six two, or if his arms are, you know, if he has 70 inch wingspan or sixty nine or sixty eight, and it's like, oh, this really matters. I think in free agency sometimes age matters, but it's it gets oversold. The Eagles brought back the best players that were like Kelsey is better than CJGJ. Uh, you know, um, Slay, Hargrave's debatable. Hargrave's the one. But outside of that, like they, they were always gonna lose. They brought like back that, yeah. their best players. So while they're older, they're better. And that's part of the equation.
0: Yeah, look, I, I I think considering what we expected coming into the offseason, and again, shout out to, I mean, Howie has become a master at messaging and at controlling the narrative. And yeah. the CJG thing is, is, is as a like a master class in terms of one guy, the, the entire well, fan CJ's base. not helping himself He's not, but again, this hard. guy signed for six and a half million dollars. Yeah. And the Eagles didn't match it. The Eagles didn't sign him before. All this stuff. It's like this fan base wanted him so desperately. And the vast majority of the fan base is like, oh, CJ, GJ screwed up. Sucks for him. Like, yeah. see you later. Like, it's amazing that he's yeah. done this. But how he has done a great job with that across the board. And I think heading into this offseason, I think he did a really good job of, like, setting low expectations, saying we're going to lose guys. And they have but but by keeping Bradbury, by bringing BG Kelsey all the stuff that he's done he's he's looks better than people thought he was going to it's like wow yeah. better off season than i thought so across the board i think how he has done a a, a well, brilliant job of of selling what he's doing and and getting the fans on board with what
1: he's doing. I also think if you look back at the offseason between the Super Bowl and the 2018 season last year, where he made the mistake was he signed older players. I went and I looked. Michael Bennett they traded for him, but he was 33. Oh, yeah. sure. Lodi Nada, 34. Mike Wallace, 32. Sproles, not a huge deal, whatever, but he was 35. Like so I think That's the, the mistake they yeah. made before wasn't sentim- wasn't being sentimental to their own players. It was they went and signed old players. Now we can talk about all the guys they've signed this offseason. They might all suck, and they're all hurt, but they all are young. Like, they're all, you know, 26, 27-ish. I don't—the the safety Evans, I'm not sure of his age off the top of my head. He's been hurt a ton. Yeah, but, a ton. But, like, they're not signing mid-30s guys like they did before. And I think that's a big part of what made them get old and slow quick is they brought in— Old guys. They already had an older roster, but then they made it older by bringing in old guys. They're at least signing younger guys. They might suck. They might not be good. But they are at least young, for what it's worth, for everyone worried about the age. All right, I want to talk about those guys in a sec. Morrow and Evans and all that. We'll get to that in a minute. And also,
0: coming up later for our final thought, I have... I have so many final thoughts. Okay, good, because mine today is... As Elliot a final thought as I maybe have ever had. It's the kind of thing where when it comes out of my mouth, people are going to be like, wait, was that Elliot I'm speaking? excited to hear it. And I'm really intrigued to see what you think of it. All right. Okay? So we'll get there. But we said big show announcement before. We are so happy. So thrilled. Yes. To bring another sponsor onto this podcast, Window
1: Nation, baby! Window Nation, welcome to the auto-downloader, fam. Welcome Welcome to the real ones. Shout out to the auto-downloaders da- auto and real ones, because you guys are awesome, and that is part of what makes the pod grow. We all know, like, Parks has been unbelievable. And, we- and Parks
0: still here, we love Parks, but we'll, we'll tell it, you about, about, about parks, parks in a, in a minute. Yep, yep, But
1: here's why I love it so much. Like, we all listen to different podcasts, you obviously you should only listen to this pod, but we hear people do ads for things that you know they have no idea what's yeah, going on. Right? Totally. How many times have I brought up being afraid of my house it's on this pod? It's all you
0: talk about. It's your Siding, fear. Rain, windows, wind, wind that. rain. Yep.
1: So to, to, to partner up and to have someone on the pod now that I know I can call when I'm worried about my house,
0: <laughs> frankly,
1: is unbelievable. Again, this how windy was it last week? Unbelievably yeah. windy, right? Uh. So I have a small piece of siding on my house that is moving whenever. I'm being mature about it. I'm not flipping out. But yeah, I, you're talking about it yeah, right now. No big deal. Right, yeah. yeah. But what's awesome is, like, I went to windownation.com and they do siding. (laughs) It's amazing. It's unbelievable. So perfect. I kid you not, it made me calmer. Like, knowing that I have someone in my pocket that can help is unbelievable. So, super excited to have them on board. I mean, we're going to have all types of fun with this in terms of talking about our houses, windows into our lives. Like, there's going to be a lot of fun. But the other fun part about it is this they got some great deals going.
0: Love great deals. If you are a homeowner, let me tell you real quick, Elliot, what do you love? There is, not just me, my wife, Emily Salter. Yes. There is nothing on this planet that she loves more than a deal. Yeah. She loves deals. Honestly, I could buy something that
1: we don't need at all in our house as long as it's a good deal. Sure. And you know what I've been really into recently? And I'm not just saying this, 0% financing. I think when I was <laughs> well, younger, it well, when I was younger, I don't think I appreciated really it as much. It. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really get it. I was kind of like, just you literally just pay the same price over time. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like having a credit card that doesn't impact your credit. Yep. So anyway, so we're excited to have him on board when we'll we talk about houses, all these things. I want to read you all their specials uh, because we want you guys to take advantage of it. So, look, here's another benefit of it: nationwide energy prices have increased 14% since last year. That's a wild stat. I feel like that should be on the news. Yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) it is. But here's the good news: it isn't too late to do anything about it. If you're a homeowner, you have higher energy bills. This is going to help you out. Beat the spring rush with. It feels like spring outside. Beat the spring rush with the last technically spring. Oh yeah, right, March 22nd now. Yeah. I always forget when it's going to be spring. Mm-hmm. So here's a special they have and I think this is pretty sick. I might do it after I fix the siding issue, which they are going to help me with. You get two windows free with every two you buy with zero payment, zero monthly or zero down payment, zero monthly payments and you pay zero interest for 24 months. So I'm not saying the windows are free, but it's certainly in your pocket. It'll probably feel that way. Zero, mo- zero down payment, zero monthly payments, zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy bills, energy savings that you're going to get on the bills, and you will pay nothing for two four year, full years with 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go to the window company that has installed over 2 million windows. That's a ton of windows. Buy installers with over a decade of experience only using the top of the line installation materials. So how can you do this? You call 866 90 Nation and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. So if you got a big house, like you're rich out there, you can get a lot of windows. Plus make no down payments, no uh you're right, no down payment, no payments and no interest on your payments for 24 months. Call Window Nation today 866 90 Nation, windownation.com. You can tell them Elliot Park sent you, but also tell them James Park uh James Park. James Park. James, I James like Seltzer. This. Brothers. James Seltzer said you... And honestly, I feel like if you tell them you're a real one auto-downloader, yes! they might get that too. I love that. Yeah, yeah, go
0: in and say, you know, I'm an auto-downloader and see right. the face they make at you and they'll either know or they won't. So that's the new thing with the pod. We're a Window Nation pod and that'll help you guys out. Yeah, I might need to call
1: in. I got a little leak in my window too. There's yeah. nothing
0: worse than like, oh, it's raining and then there's... Yeah, water coming to your house, like it's, and it, it's it horrible. Is,
1: it is honest to God, truth, and they—it they, was the in, energy thing is true too. Like that really matters. Like you can really save with yeah. heating,
0: with insulation, with all that type of stuff. So I will exciting. say,
1: Kristen handles all the bills in the house. Uh, yeah, but maybe you I'll you go to now. her and be like. So I've heard you're paying 14 percent more on interest. Imagine uh, <laughs> you, you need to. Do I bro, need to take this over? Bro, yeah. I haven't paid a bill in my
0: house in in, in decades. Well, so I we should you. probably
1: highlight we help pay them. We oh, just yeah, have yeah, no idea. We, I, probably, yeah, we yeah, contribute yeah. money, right? Yes. But my my in terms of when they're due, yeah. yeah. what they cost, yeah, there's a reason. Like an over an 800
0: credit really. score, and it has nothing to do with What a flex. Okay, yes, it was you. So welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Speaking of the family, download the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino especially if you just went through, you know, the last. Weekend's basketball action. Yes. And you were not on the, I was texting Elliot. About I know, it my you bets. were. You were I was into in it. my bag, yeah. buddy. So, preview for tomorrow, for the Parks Picks Pod tomorrow, I'll give you a little trick. I had some real success with something from a college basketball. Mm. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. I was telling you. And
1: then it's always like when people give you betting tips, you're like, oh, that's cool. But deep down, you're like, eh. you were sending me all the screenshots. I was sending you the, the screenshots. Like, I yeah. was winning money yeah. with this and I was just doing
0: the same thing throughout. So, right. Pretty cool thing. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But, you know, you got to download the app to do this with us. We've been having so much fun gambling on the tournament, gambling on all this action. And, of course, you know, starting to get in some football futures action. We'll talk more about that. And even more importantly, next week, early in the week, the MLB Over Unders pod, gambling through them all. So we'll go through all that. But you got to download the app and have some fun with us to make this happen. The app is easy to use. It's intuitive. It is fun. And again, you can download it in the app store, Google Play Store, or at betparks.com. Use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get uh, $750 in site credit back if you are not a winner. Uh, again, so much fun. And, and for this weekend's basketball, do it now because coming yeah. up tomorrow, we got more basketball and it's going to be awesome. So uh, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Again, promo code one Andrew Gambler. All right. Boom. Thank you to everyone. Window Nation Parks, we love you both yes. so much. All right. Um, Let's start with uh, with Morrow, because that one, I believe him first. Either way, I think Mauro, that was the most
1: recent. And I it think went Mauro, Greedy the, Williams. I think Evans.
0: Oh, I forgot about Greedy. OK, so yeah. Let, yeah. So let's go in order. Let's go. Well, actually, let's go with Morrow first, because I, I think the greed, the greedy and Evans thing are not guys who are probably going to start for this team. There's a real chance that 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 Nicholas Morrow is one of your starting linebackers well, this year. Your thoughts. Here's what's greedy's not
1: going to start. Presumably. I think he's the one I'm most excited about. That three, I will say they could move Avante to safety I and start I was Greedy say this at to Nickel. You. Now I don't know if he's. I have to look. I forgot to look up if he's played Nickel. I know he's more on out on the outside. I believe. But here's what I would caution people on: on like their low money, low risk signings. They're all. They were also priority signings. Like these guys were signed within the first week of free agency. And very, very rarely do the Eagles sign a player in the first week of free agency, and does that player not end up playing a major role? Like they've had misses where guys like just Eric aren't Wilson. good. But but I think these are guys they targeted. now, And I think they targeted them for a few reasons. One, because the Eagles don't have a ton of money to spend because they're signing their own players. For what it's worth, I was on over the cap yesterday, and I've been paying attention to cap stuff for, I don't know, really closely for probably seven or eight years. I've never seen them in the negative. The Eagles are in the negative. Wow. Now, the Slade the deal, yeah. deal isn't in, so that impacts it. I'm just saying the visual of seeing the Eagles in the red, was I've shocking. never seen it. Wow. So well, we keep saying, and
0: I know it's the restructuring. I'm sure the Lane thing happened, all that. But like the whole time, I think a lot of Eagles fans are just like, "What? Yeah. Where is it? Didn't we have no money at all? Like, right. how are we bring Bradbury back? How they re- do this? How is Cox getting this? How's and Scram? if they
1: want, if, 14 million for Kelsey? Like, what? And once the Slade numbers come in, and I do, I firmly believe Lane is going to restructure. I think they could be up to 20 million. So it's going to change like and, that.
0: And real quick, something that you you've talked about many years before, like. The number that, like, how he always carries money. It's over. always the 10. So, like, yeah. whatever the number is, like, it's. I sub- subtract
1: 10 from. It. Exactly. Yeah, Because they he have to will pay two first round, round picks. And the fir- yeah, great point. But so Greedy Williams, not Evans, necessarily. They might trade, you True. know, whatever. True. But yeah. And yeah, in the second round pick. So Greedy Williams, uh, Evans, and Nicholas uh, Morrow. I think it's how you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, or Morrow or Morrow. Either. Here would be my macro take on them. Drink. They're they're all like young upside. Well, Evans not. Uh, Williams and uh, Morrow. I think are young upside signings. Uh, Morrow has missed time with injury. Greedy Williams has missed time with injury. Evans missed three seasons yeah, within a killer. Played much, which man. is wild. Now I yeah. will say he was on the up. He was improving before he got hurt. He it was played, a second round pickback. He in the played night. on the Saints last yep. year. Their defense was good. So, you know, and he played a decent amount of snaps. I think it was almost 40%. Uh, the linebacker, Morrow, played 100% of the snaps for the Bears last year. The Bears' defense was not that great, but. 100% of the snaps is still 100% of the snaps. No, no, And so He's played a lot of snaps. Played with the Raiders a fair amount, too. Played like, a lot he's with the Raiders. He was at 70. In the seasons he's played, and he missed a season due to injury, but in the seasons he's played his last three years, he's been over 70% of the snaps. It's so I do think they're coming in saying, you know, ideally N'Kobe beats, you know, ideally other people get snaps, but I think they're into the idea of him playing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think this is he's just here to play special teams and be inactive. I think they are thinking he could be a contributing player. So there's that. So, I'm in on the Morrow signing. I think it's a good upside. Like, again, I don't think linebackers are super important. So, I don't think they have to go out and make a big, big move at the position. So, if you want to take a chance on them, you know, they correctly evaluated TJ. They correctly evaluated Kaiser. Maybe they get the benefit of the doubt on this one. And I like the fact that he's young. Again, when they won the Super Bowl in 2017, they signed old players. I like the fact he's young. He's a former safety. So, you know, I'm going to assume he's fast. I haven't watched his tape yet. But if you're a former safety, I'm guessing one of your. Benefits of speed. So I'm okay with that signing. Greedy Williams, um, you know, high upside guy, LSU corner, which I like. Uh, Another
0: second round draft pick.
1: Yeah, even just like a small thing, and this is a very Elliott observation. He steps out of the car at the care yesterday, and he like starts flapping his wings like he's an oh, eagle. He just yes. feels like a Jalen Mills type of guy. I mean,
0: Greedy is such a great name <coughs> Yeah, for Greedy a Williams is a great corner name. Great
1: name. He was playing well with Cleveland before he got hurt. Um, I think he has the mentality you want in a corner from what I've seen. And, SEC guy. Yeah, like, I, so I'm in on that signing. And again, low money. I think that you could see a couple things with him. One, he could just be a top backup on the outside. He could come in when they play you know, five or six defensive backs on the field. Or it could be they move Avante to safety and he he's your nickel. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he's a little tall for a nickel, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking Avante because Avante is small. But, so that, I like that signing. The safety Evans, I mean, I don't know what you even expect at this point. Yeah. He's missed three years with an Achilles injury. He played limited snaps last year. Um, you know, again, young. So, he's not 34 coming off a injury. But... I think also what the Eagles are doing is you're seeing that they trust their medical staff based off last year. Now, is that a smart risk? I don't know. I think injury stuff, they get credit for it, but it's also mostly okay. luck. Yeah. yeah. So I think, again,
0: I do, we mentioned this before. I do think the fact that, you know, that NFL uh, PA poll that came out ranking all the teams and different things, like all the stuff that relates to like training and health and stuff, like the Eagles were really highly rated, yeah. strength and conditioning, like all that. So, you know, and it probably made them appealing to these. I'm yeah. sure it did. So at least it's something where it does feel like you know
1: they they have at least some reason to believe that outside of just the the success they had yeah. this past season. So I'm fine with the signings. I think they have to add other safeties. Um, I don't think you can go into the season with, with replaying and Chip and Evans. Yeah. I just well, I don't think Evan. I don't think you can count on Evans for anything. Like I think this now, is a he, upside play. But again, with he the, did play last year. He's not coming off the three straight. Right. Games, but, but I, I don't think you can look you. at
0: him and say, all right, got it. Like, yeah, yeah, I just think you got, you know, yeah. and you could battle for a job, bring it out, whatever. But, like, I just don't think you can say, all right, we trust this guy to be and a And I also safety. don't
1: think you can go into— Especially with Blankenship, by the yeah. way. Yeah, like, like, I don't think you can go into the season trusting Blankenship. Yeah. I like Blankenship. I chip. think, think he's he upside. Too. But you can't go into the season with, like, him, uh, Evans, Kayvon Wallace, and a safety you drafted in the third mm-hmm. round. They have to add, add a veteran there. And I think that's part of replacing CJ in the way that— Look, CJ was a risk taker. And part of it led to interceptions, but a lot, but it also led to blown coverages. It led to bad tackling angles for missed tackles. I think if you're going to have Bradbury, Slay, and let's assume Avante stays at nickel, you and you're going to play a coverage that is built with not giving up big plays, I don't know. I'm okay with bringing in like a 29 year old, 30 year old Adrian Amos, just having him. He's more of an in the box safety, but a veteran that has played oh, the position just 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 say for years. Few...
0: Just say the name. What? Jalen Mills. What oh, about yeah.
1: that? Well, the funny Jalen Mills thing is when he left in 2020, so at like the offseason when he left, he had better grades from pro Football Focus than CJ GJ did. everybody was okay with Jalen leaving, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone wanted CJ back. Mm-hmm. so whatever. I don't know how I feel about Jalen coming back. What do you think?
0: Uh, so, I, mean, I like look, I think with the situation they're in at safety, he knows the position, he knows the city. He just played for Belichick for a couple years. Like, I think he might have been bad. He might have been, but it, and look, I'm not saying it's a it's a great answer. Right when it, like I agree, I'd rather have Adrian Amos. I think he's a more talented safety than, yeah. than Mills is. But like we're talking McMill's, McLeod. Like we're talking about these kind of older guys on the back. End. I would not bring in McLeod. No, I'm just saying yeah, I'm, yeah. Na- I'm naming the names that I've seen out there yep. that I've seen people. John mention. John Johnson, himself. sure, not the WIP. Not host. Jan Jansson. Yes. Yes, um, <laughs> I think we should make that official. He's only, he's Jan only if they yes. sign John Johnson, he has to then be <laughs> Jan Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that – like, I'm with you. I think they need to bring some – especially if we're talking about Evans and we're talking about – like, they need to bring in someone who has played more than a year of the NFL, yes. of,
1: of safety in there. And so, John Johnson, to me, the they liked him before he signed with the Browns. He plays – if you look at where he lined up last year, he lined up in very similar spots to Marcus Epps. So, I think he makes sense to replace Epps. And then Adrian Amos or Jalen Mills, I think, is more of a C.J., like, can go, come up on the line if he needs to type of thing. My only concern with Jalen, and you know I'm a big Jalen guy. Like, I defended Jalen to the death when he was here. I do wonder, like, Jalen's a big personality. He was here before he left. I Do you want to mess with the what you got kind yeah, of thing by bringing in somebody you know, who kind of
0: does things a different way? Yeah, you know, just,
1: and I'm, like, I think Jalen's a great guy. The teammates really like him. Well, he I would just be think able to do what you it. talked about before with the— Yeah, he went there and Went came there back. and had to come back and, you know. Yeah, so— that would that would be my only hesitation with Jalen. That, and let's be honest, I do not know if he was good in Yeah, Madrid. same, same. I, I know his pro football focus, football focus scores were not good last year, but that's not the end-all be-all. Mm-hmm. So I would be okay with Mills, but I would be more into Adrian Amos, John Johnson. I mean, the guy that we should also talk about is Kevin um, Byard. Kevin Byard, Byard yeah. Byard. Well, he's a, yeah. But, I mean, he's like one of the best safeties in the league mm-hmm. according to pro football focus. His stats are there. He's played. He's from so, Philly. Yeah, like- now the issue with him is he's still on the Titans. Like, there's a whole could he trade paid? Cut. Well, that's the problem. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. His base salary, I think, is thirteen million. Yeah. So, so they'd the Eagles, have to restructure. If they they were gonna well, do that. they would restructure. Yeah. Yeah. They would have to. So you could, you know, bring him in. You give him more guaranteed. You stretch him over three years. Like, I think it could be worked out. Now that's some. That I'd be really into that. Like, he's a better safety than CJGJ.
0: So would you? But would you want to spend your resources there? I mean, we're talking about multi-year thing. I mean, you've talked about well, the Devontae contract and all that. No, no, I'm not talking about oh, versus CJGJ. Okay, I'm talking yeah. about would you forget CJGJ? I'm talking about as as with the Eagles, what right. they have right now, the money they have for the next few years now, like would you want to, com- is that a position and a player that you would want to commit to or would you rather,
1: you know, try and get one. through cheap? So I don't think safety and linebacker is super important. That's position, why I'm asking dude. you the question. But, but. It's good to have a good safety. Yeah. I, you well, know, it's like. It's also just like he's a good, he's a good player. Football player. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't think CJGJ was as good as anyone else. That's why I'm like, don't give him that money for that mm-hmm. position. I'm going to have to learn how to pronounce his name. Bayard? Bayard, I believe. Bayard. I or, believe so. Okay. So he is- It a, could
0: be bird or It's B-A- B-Y-A-R-D. I, think it's like I, it's spelled. I thought it was Bayard, but
1: it could be B-R, okay. I thought it was Well, Bayard. let's call him Kevin. Sure. <laughs> okay, so, Kev. Now, yeah, Kev. Our Kevin own, B. Already a personal friend of the pod. Yes. Um, I would pay him just because I think- like you're supposed to win a Super Bowl next year. He's a good player. He's from Philly. I think he'd be a good locker room guy. He was on good defenses, Tennessee. He has playoff experience. Like he's worth it for me to pay. And I also think you're not giving him 16 million dollars a year. Like let's say so he's due 13 million, I think, in base this year. Uh, I don't know what his rest of his guarantees are. I would guess not much if he's about to get traded or cut. You could you know guarantee him 20 million over three years, stretch it out. Like I think there's ways to to do it where it's not a big cap hit. So I I would pay. I would pay him, and then the question is, what would you trade for him? I don't even know how much I don't know. A fourth, third, yeah, yeah. So, but I would, I would be into that. I'm sure that, the though. Titans would
0: be willing to. They are clearly transitioning as yeah. a franchise. He's and, been a good yeah. player for them. They can trade him to his hometown yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, and they're not uh, out of the conference. Yeah.
1: So I think that is definitely somewhat No, it's for.
0: a, it's a really interesting name to throw out there, and I think one obviously, Eagles fans would get excited about. It's just a question of. The money and all that. Yes. Just quickly, before we move on, and maybe you don't know the answer to this because Desai hasn't been here. And you guys haven't really talked to him and yes. all that type of stuff. But how much, because we know philosophically the Eagles don't really, you know, value linebackers, don't really value safeties historically. Now, they've had some great safeties here. And yeah. Stuff. Do you think with Desai, do you think Desai feels that way? Do you think that obviously
1: they're they're, you know building the defense for I mean, the best answer have. I think I could give to that is I don't think they'd hire him. If, if he didn't have a similar yeah. philosophical if he, if he, feel. Right. Yeah. I think that's sometimes something that gets lost in the whole, you know, oh, how he's too involved and in Nick. Yeah, like, like every company, and I get there's benefits to hiring people that have different beliefs in you, and I'm sure there's things he has different beliefs in, but, like, fundamentally, you want to hire people that, you, that you're that you all going to row the boat in the same mm-hmm. way. so that you believe in the same thing yeah. and know, that type of thing. So I would be, I mean, and look, the... Nicholas Morrow signing kind of points to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I I would be surprised if they invested big money. I don't think Kevin or is big money at safety. I'd be, I, yeah, Kev. I would be, <laughs> I would be surprised if they invested big money in those spots. So, Yeah, yes, I, I think do. ultimately this system is going to be relatively the same. It's going to be don't give up big plays. Hope you get pressure with the front four, and you don't have to blitz. And
0: well, one other thing, and I think that we you know kind of we mentioned it early on in free agency, but then they. They've done a lot. Like, they yeah. just have signed guys and made yeah. moves. Let's not forget what we said at the beginning of free agency and before it. There's still a lot of team building that happens after all this is done. Obviously, they have the draft coming up, but CJ GJ himself wasn't on the team till summer or whatever it right. was, right? I mean, uh, you know, we've seen Bradbury wasn't on the team till later. Like, and I know they don't have the same money is spent, but you can always make things happen. Like if there is a trade opportunity, if there is a a June 1st cut or whatever type of stuff, like how he's on all that stuff. So So, like
1: to, to assume that the roster as it is now is is locked outside the draft is, is probably faulty. They will make moves for sure, obviously. But I also think we should highlight, like they're the best team in the NFC. Right. So every team would trade ro and the NFC would trade rosters with them. Like we're going to talk a lot about their holes at safety and linebacker. And rightfully so, because it's you know the positions they're going to have to address. They have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Jalen Hurts, two amazing tackles, it's elite edge rushers, arguably best the best the cornerback court, trio court. in the league. Like their roster is stacked. So while they have to add safeties and linebackers, they're in a far better position than other teams because to circle it up and put a bow on it, they prioritize the right players. Imagine we were doing this pod and saying, well, Samalu's gone, Jurgen's the center. Uh, Slay's playing for whoever Bradbury signed a big money deal But they have TJ You yeah, know like so right. ultimately Which
0: again take us all back to that Time before free agency a lot of people yeah. Thought oh they're just going to keep CJ and Epps, and Epps All these
1: big guys are gone Right. You know that didn't yeah. happen <laughs> And Kelsey being back is a big deal yeah. I know it's not signing a free agent but it kind of is I mean it's again imagine if the if None of these players played for the Eagles And they added the best safety in the league two of the top whatever corners in the league, uh, you know, two guys at— Best uh, center in league, B- I mean. Yeah, sorry. Said a guy that had double-digit sacks last year in BG, a guy mm-hmm. in Fletcher Cox that, you know, had seven and a half, eight— I think only five or six defensive tackles had more sacks than him. So they've added—they've they've retained really talented players at the important spots. Now it's just about filling out the rest of the roster. All right, outside the draft, what's, what's next in your mind? Like, do you think there are still going to be a couple
0: more of these— um, Morrow-type signings at these positions, or do you think
1: how he's going to go to the draft and then kind of reevaluate and figure it out? I think they're going to try to add depth on the lines, and I think that's where the need is. It, that's where the need is. I would prioritize depth at offensive line and defensive line before I prioritize, you know, Kev, Kev is is a <laughs> difference because he's like a difference-making player, but I would prioritize putting money there before the other positions. They are thin on the lines for what it's worth. Like they lost Dillard and they lost Sayamalu, which means they lost Jerkins as a backup. They don't have one backup I think you would trust right now. Like I as mean, Driscoll, it there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um and then on the defense, Peta was not a disaster disaster, not Garvin bad played, but yeah, you um, you're, you're not you're not you're not jumping up and down cuz of a I bad. will
1: say who is I can't think of his name right now. Josh Stills, the guy who had the whole legal situation. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to note now that they did not release him. Like, I think they view... Wow, really? I didn't even think you were right. The, he's, he's still on the, the commissioner. commissioner exam, and, yeah. and and look, I trust him to make the right decision with that, the legal pro, all whatever, right? I They like him. Like, they kept him on the 53. Like, if, if he wasn't it, it going through the situation he was, I think they'd be talking about him as a guy that can be a top backup next year. Wow. He plays tackle, he plays wow. interior. So just putting that out there, oh. I don't think you can trust... No. You know, uh, I, he might be in jail soon. Yes, like, you right, know, yeah, right. But just... Just throwing that out I'm there. I'm good as, on Josh Sills personally. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying when we talk no, about the guys no, they it's have. Not about, you're right. It's yeah. not, they could have just cut him right away and they put him on the commission. And they did. At defensive tackles, at, at the line, they're really thin at defensive tackles. So I think they need to add players there. How they won last year. Jalen was awesome. All these things. The best teams win with the line of scrimmages. That's how they won last year. And they have to add bodies there. So I think that's the next step for them. I think you'll see them add guys there. I don't think they'll go into the draft with an obvious need. I think they'll go into draft. And like, be, bigger than it is. I mean,
0: right. safety is a need. Correct. But like, yeah, is. I know
1: what you mean. I, I, think, gotcha. I think at 10, they'll just... It sounds stupid and generic, but I do think they'll take the best player. I think they they'll might take the best player and they'll take a position there. Oh, value. speaking
0: of which, and we're gonna get to our final thought in a sec, but but B. John Robinson in town, your thought. I mean, and look, they host so many guys who they, they right. most of the guys they they their own trap and all that. But like, you know, certainly notable when he's, you yeah, know, I'm in Philly trap. I, I
1: swing so violently back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. Part of me says, like an analogy I can think of is if you're out buying a car and you're like, all right. I have twenty thousand dollars to spend, and you see a card, and you're like, "God, that's a cool card. it's thirty thousand. You can talk yourself into it, but deep down, you know, like, shouldn't do I this. Should be doing. Shouldn't this. do this. I think that's how I feel about Bijan Robinson. It's, it's a good analogy. It's right fun there. to draft him. If you do it, you're just like, "Well, he's awesome. We did it." But you know, deep down, you're not making a good decision. Yeah. So I, if they did it, and we're doing a post game, a post draft pot on it, I will sit here and go, "Their offense is unbelievable. He'll be an instant impact player. I'm down with it." But, but it's like explain to somebody like I bought a car ten thousand dollars above my budget with a monthly payment I can't afford because I just like, wanted it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes in life, I guess you just make those decisions. Yeah, look, but... look.
0: If if they win a Super Bowl because B. John Robinson right. is one of the best offensive players on the field, we're all gonna be like, "Great but... job, Who cares?" But. You know, when you're Smart organizations your organizations
1: do not take a running back high. Yeah. And the running backs that have been taken high have really not worked out. Like Christian McCaffrey's awesome. Well, he did the, nothing in Carolina to help. Yeah, but I mean yeah. he's been a great player at least. I mean, I
0: will say generally historically speaking like if a running back goes that high, they're usually a pretty damn good player. Like well, they, they and, should not not worth the the resource per se, but like Saquon Barkley, damn good player. Like Todd Gurley, damn good player. Like to, those guys who go that high, it's generally because they are truly
1: elite. At and to counter my own point, they also generally go to bad teams. Well, it's A team in the top yeah, I mean, that's 10 fair too. is not normally coming off yeah. a Super Bowl. No, you're right. So he's joining a better roster. No, it's a great
0: point. Yeah. But
1: I just, like... I just don't see it.
0: Like, my, I, I just... I, I can't... It would not, maybe if they trade back to, like, 20 or something like that, and he's on the board or something like that, like, I can't see... he would have Roseman, taken McCaffrey. Howie, I know. So, I know. So it's possible. I understand. It's just, like, right. the idea of how he'd taken a running back at 10... It's just like one of those things that doesn't compute. Right. It
1: goes against everything I believe. In. Like
0: I just I don't I don't know. It's not well, the player. Yeah.
1: I think they need another running back, but I just yeah, I can't talk myself into it being the right decision. Yeah. Well, and it might not be, but it also could you know. put them over But the he top. could come be awesome. Yeah, I, I agree with that
0: too. All right, let's get final thoughts. I know you got something coming up in a few, so let's yes. get out of here. What do you got for your final thought? You want me to do first, or you uh, so you can sort through? I'll go it through. quick because
1: it sounds like yours is all right. So no, it's not long. It's oh, just okay. it's
0: a very Elliot take. All right, go ahead. My my take after flying yesterday. This is again. This is the kind of thing where fellas are like, "Oh, what are you?" Th-? I don't think you should be allowed to talk on planes to other people.
1: I think that's an, a phenomenal take.
0: <laughs> I think everyone has. Yeah,
1: to it is put a very elegant take. Yeah, put, it is right. Yeah,
0: but read your book, whatever. Like, like everyone's like yammering and stuff. I'm yeah. like, just let me read my book. I'm I, on a I plane right
1: now. Okay, and, like, and, what are you talking about? You don't even know this person. You're like
0: chatting it up. Like and here's enough.
1: here's the other thing too. Like when you all see like five or six people on a plane and they're all like. You know, being like, ugh. It's like, all right, we get it. You're here to have a fun yes, time. Yes, we have people do, talking do, across aisles. Right. It's like, stop it. Do it in two hours yes, you, when you land. you can hang out yes. when you land. Exactly. We get it. You're, you're having fun drinking. People are sleeping. People yes. are
0: reading. People are yes. whatever. I'm so happy I'm
1: bored. I agree. It is a very Elliot take, though. And right? I think it's a, it's a, it's like... It's annoying in the way where I think it makes me uncomfortable sometimes. I'm like, I hope they don't talk to me and I have oh to my partake yeah. in. It. It's like all right, yeah. enough. You know, I think it's a good take. I Thank agree. You. No talking. <laughs> and it's not that crazy. There's quiet cars on the right? train. Yeah, it
0: wasn't like the craziest thing ever, but I was like, this is an Elliot take, and I really feel strongly okay. about it. So I'm so happy you're
1: with me. I have discovered the most unreal reality show I've ever seen. And I'm honestly surprised they were allowed to make it. Wow! Okay, what a, what a so leader. here's and how crea-
0: coming from someone who knows their reality. Here's me. how crazy
1: it is. I tweeted. I have found the most insane reality and show. People knew what it was, and I didn't say the name. And I had multiple people tweet me about it. Oh, you're watching this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's called Milf Manor. It's <laughs> so it's not like a porn thing. It's on. It's on. I think it's on TLC or Bravo, Milf like a pretty Manor? like a, a generic type station. Yeah, like sure. you don't pay extra to get this. Sure. Like, Okay, so here's the show. So the whole concept of the show is older women that like to date younger guys. And so they, and Smilf, yes, yes. yes. So they put eight women that, I think they're all above their 50s, maybe like late 40s, that go on an island or, you know, like an island or whatever. And the whole setup is they're going to be, it's a love show where they're going to put eight younger guys <laughs> on the island. So it's eight older women, eight younger guys. But here's the twist. Oh, there's a twist. The guys on the island are their sons. So That's, what? Yes. So, like that is horrifying. The eight women. What is happening right yes. now? So the eight women on the show. So
0: they're like seeing their sons with. The, oh my correct. god!
1: This is horrifying. Who let this happen? It is the creepiest thing I've. It's uh, horrifying. James, like, I'm li- sick to my stomach. Li- listen like, to this. Listen oh. to this thing they did. Oh, god. So they they did like a a game. I guess I would call it. Like honestly, I'm really like if this show doesn't end in someone being arrested, I'd be for it. <laughs> I also think it's like, not that far off from, a, like, episode seven's gonna be like, I'm dating my own son. Yes, like, it's, it was my first, it's right, like, what is happening right. here? Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone on the island, of course, because they like are all like, oh, I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, so, the the la- last episode we watched, they did a game where all the sons took their shirts off. They blindfolded the moms. And the mom, each mom went down the, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Touched the guy's shirtless, and they had to find their own no, son. No, They had, no, to, they had no. to find oh, their own son right now. So if I'm a producer, I'm like, how can you find your son's uh, shirtless body? Like, you shouldn't touching everyone your son be did? concerned ah, about this? It's like, right now. like, isn't it weird to think the mom went down the aisle and was like, oh yeah, this is definitely my son? Oh my god! Oh, dude, I'm telling you, like, the whole vibe of the show—it's creepy. creepy. I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch every episode, of course. But, like, <laughs> but it's like. I don't get how they're produced. Like, what I, if I, what I, last thing I'll say, what I don't get is when all their sons stepped out, why did they all scream in horror? They're that's like, what I'm saying. That's like, what are we doing here. What right. Is like, happening? you don't have to, you could just be like, oh my God, this is not what I signed I'm out. up for. This is Instead, they're all just kind of like, oh, that's my son. Like, and the guys are like, ha, that's my mom. And like so, the sons and the mom share this share is, rooms. This is so
0: crazy, dude. This the is sons so crazy. and the mom
1: share rooms. I can't
0: believe this is real. It's unbelievable. And and this like, it feels like a joke in a movie about it, how bad reality dude, television is, dude.
1: So in the second episode, one of the moms hooked up with one of like the other sons, and the other her son had to leave the room so that they. Oh my god! No. And look, it's fine to date younger people. Like that's sure, not legal, but not in but front of the their whole thing, or Son, or and whatever. the other thing is these kids are like. Like twenty two. Oh it's not like they're. God. It honestly has a vibe. It has a vibe of like moms at like a prom where they're like, <laughs> oh, like <laughs> little Jimmy grew up. Like that's like what it. I'm telling you, dude. It is. I'm. I'm floored that they made this show. <laughs> wow, you were not. So when you sometimes you lean know, I'm like, oh, that's not that weird. Yeah, this no, is. It's. I can't believe this is a real show. Yeah, like it's this. Unbelievable. This feels like a joke. Wow. Yeah, I know. Sorry, they text about the thing. Yeah, it's no, no it's All unbelievable. Right, so Elliot's yeah.
0: got to go. Yeah. Milf Manor. Don't watch it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Elliot will tell or us. Or watch it. it and like. Yeah. Be horrified. Recognize be, it. it. It's not appropriate, but it's horrified. Yeah. All right.
0: Um, we'll be back soon. Pod coming up. Um, later in the week. Uh, and tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. We'll do the Parks Picks pod. All right. Elliot's got to go like right now. So we yes. will talk to you guys later. Thank you, everyone. Love you guys. He's Elliot. Today.